Well, hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us today for our next episode of Mixed Messages with Jeff Bogue. My name is Joe Caruso, and I'll be your host as we dig into today's topic. Well, it seems from news sources to comedians, from friends to advertisements, it seems everyone has an idea of how we should think, how we should live and make decisions. And when even the experts sound convincing, but they disagree, well, then how do we cut through the noise? And when information overload leaves us frustrated, how do we sift through it all and choose what actually governs our lives? Well, our leadership here at Grace has been processing and praying about these things, and we want to offer a resource to navigate some of the day's most pressing topics and questions. Jeff, how are we doing today, buddy? I'm good, bud. How are you? I'm doing all right. Yeah, it's good, been good. Uh, been away for a little bit, catching up on some things. That's always a fun task, but I'm doing pretty good. Awesome. Yeah. Well, we actually have a submitted question to dive in for today. I'll go ahead and read it. Our listener says this, My sister and I, we go see a psychic medium when he comes into town. Uh, Right after my mom passed away, he began pointing to the area where we were sitting and started saying specific things that had happened to family members of ours. We realized that we were the ones whose family was appearing He said specific things, detailed things, that no one could have made up. We left speechless at the things that were said. After leaving, we both wanted to go again, and we did. But that visit was different than the visit before. Hmm. I kind of had a a gnawing at me that I really couldn't, and I couldn't determine why. I felt very uncomfortable, and after leaving, I thought perhaps that maybe our first visit was Satan pulling us in. I've not been able, I've not been back to an appearance since. Is, is going to a psychic medium against the Lord, I want to be a good, faithful Christian and, and just need some understanding on this. Mm-hmm. Woo, Jeff, ready for that? Yeah, it's a big question. <laughs> it but is a big I one. tell you, it's, it's something that that um, people are dealing with more and more. Mm-hmm. You know, it's in my in my lifetime, uh, which is in my, I'll, I'll be 50 in May, uh, gift cards and cash, by the way, is what I prefer. <laughs> it's a big birthday, so you know, let's, uh, let's be generous with that. But um, you don't look a day over seventy. Yeah, <laughs> I feel about seventy right now. You know, it's so fun. This is totally off subject, but I was looking. Um, I was getting ready for uh, services this weekend, and I had preached a sermon in 2019. And I, I basically wanted to make sure I didn't say the same thing the same way twice. So I went back and watched this clip of the sermon in 2019, and I thought to myself, ooh, 2020 was a tough year. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, I look ago. older, I'm fat, and I'm just like, <laughs> man, it has taken its toll. Oh. So anyways, yeah, I, I have uh, definitely stumbled. I'm stumbling <laughs> up to 50 here. Um, but in, in my lifetime... Uh, psychic things have gone from taboo to cheesy, mm-hmm. like the 1-800-PSYCHIC-HOTLINE, um, all the way to what I would call mainstream, like mm-hmm. there's television shows and, and all that kind of stuff, and we just don't think much about it. And uh, it, it's been a very, very interesting uh, process to, to watch that play out used to be that when you thought of uh, spiritism, which is really what psychic stuff is, uh, spiritism, demonic interaction, those kind of things, you thought of those as very, very dark or dangerous, right? So uh, maybe some of you, uh, like when you were kids, had a Ouija board, and that Mm -hmm. was like very taboo and very like dark and 
because you're you're literally trying to interact with uh, the demonic world and and uh, with something like that, or you played Bloody Mary and you know those kind of things. And then um, it was interesting that like, when I met Heidi, which would have been about thirty years ago, Heidi grew up in Brazil, where spiritism and demonic activity was much more common. Hmm. And so uh, when you go down to um, uh, Brazil, you'll see different places where they'll leave altars to the gods, uh, those kind of things. <clears throat> and spiritism, Catholicism, and and uh, evangelicalism is all kind of blended together. Mm. Haiti's that way. Mexico's a little bit yep, that way, yep, right? Yep. So you'll it's like a South American, Central American thing. Um, and here, probably some of those influences, you know, the, the United States would, would have a much heavier Hispanic influence than it would have had 40 years ago. Sure. And, and so part of that's coming in, and then part of it's mainstream. And then we've just become numb to, to those kind of things. So I, I would look at our culture, and I would put um, things like psychic stuff, spiritist stuff really freaky movies like it used to be like uh poltergeist and um exorcist exorcist and, and, yeah. and now it's much more mainstream mm -hmm. than it used the nun right. you know but when you look at that blending of like fear and spirit and religious imagery imageries and then even in my lifetime uh, again uh the onslaught of Halloween. Yeah. Like Halloween is this now the second largest holiday next only to Christmas, and it's catching up. And so Halloween is like a big, big deal. When I was little, um, Halloween was more like superheroes and, and less freaky stuff. So it's just interesting how like the tone of all of that has changed. I'm not saying don't celebrate Halloween. Um uh, but I'm just saying, like, it's interesting how darkness mm -hmm. has become mainstream and even something that we celebrate and, like, participate in differently, mm -hmm. right? Um, I think all of that has probably caused us to be a little bit callous to the demonic world. Sure. And, and the satanic world. And and when our, our listener here wrote this question in, like the, the first time I went to a psychic, um, what happened? You know, it was positive and telling us stuff about our family that was really, really neat. The second time I went, I felt scared by it. Well, what's happening, uh, what a psychic is doing by definition is they are summoning the spirit world, mm -hmm. right? So here's the question. Can can your loved one be summoned? <laughs> and I would look at that biblically, and my, my quick answer to that would be no, mm -hmm. right? So if your loved one passes away and um, they are uh, uh, a Christ follower, the Bible says they're to be absent from the bodies to be present with the Lord. And so they are safe and secure in the arms of the Lord, and they are um, they are content in the arms of the Lord. I remember when my dad was dying, 
um, I was talking to him because uh, he was in my home. I was caring for him. And so we talked all the time. I loved it, actually. But I remember when he was dying, I said, Dad, we we're talking real openly. I said, Dad, are you ready to die? Because we, we knew he mm-hmm. was going to die. He knew, too. He said, I am. He goes, but I'm going to miss you guys. Hmm. I'm going to miss you. And I said, uh, I said, you know, Dad, I said, what's funny is um, uh, you actually won't notice that we're separated. Hmm. And, and he kind of asked me what I meant by that. And I said, well, the Bible says that to the Lord, a thousand years is like a day to the Lord. And I said, Pop, you're going to die. You know, back, I was probably 40 back then, maybe a little younger, actually, 35, let's say. And uh, I'm like, let's just say I make it another 50 years. What's 50 years into a thousand is what? I'm like, I'm like you're you're it's a twinkling of an eye to you mm-hmm. and I'm going to show up if I live a full life and you're going to be like, what are you doing? <laughs> Cause that's exactly what he would say to me. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> right. And I'm like, you're, you're not going to have the time to miss me. Yep. Now I'm going to miss you. Sure. Right. Yep, of course. Um, but you're not going to miss me. So like the idea that aunt so-and-so if she's a Christ follower, is somehow engaged in the ongoing grind of earthly life, if she's in Christ, is a would be a real misunderstanding. Mm-hmm. Uh, because time is different for her. She's captivated by the glory of Jesus. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, in her mind, your life is now minutes, not years. Mm-hmm. Right, and, and that's where she's going to be. Now, if a loved one dies and they're not a Christ follower, the Bible says that today is the day of salvation. And so if they did not call on the name of Jesus uh, in order to receive salvation while alive, then they're separated from God uh, in, in eternity, what we would in general call hell. Mm-hmm. And the Bible describes hell um, the the most kind of clearly, I think, uh, when when the, uh, Jesus gives the account of the rich man and Lazarus, mm-hmm. and the rich man was begging Lazarus in that in that uh, story to be able to come back and tell his brothers, mm-hmm. like, don't come here. And without getting into all of that, my point is that in hell you have very, very strong clarity about God. And that clarity is going to be built around regret, and it's going to be built around um, uh, an awareness of God's holiness. It's going to be built around an awareness of your own responsibility. You know, somebody uh, can say, how can a loving God send someone to hell? And my answer is he doesn't. We send ourselves. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we are responsible for mm-hmm. our break from God. And so that person in that story could not communicate back. And if they were going to communicate back, they weren't going to say, this is where Aunt Susie, this is where I hid the money. Mm-hmm. They're going <laughs> to say, uh, your soul's at risk submit yourself to Christ and receive salvation. You don't want to be here. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So if those two things are are true, and they are, 
then who are you talking to? Right? Who, who, who is that psychic or medium or whoever conjuring? Mm-hmm. Um, so I believe biblically, from a biblical perspective, um, I do not believe in ghosts. I do not believe in spirits. Uh, I don't believe in aliens. <laughs> um, what I but neither does Elon Musk. By the way, does not believe in aliens. <laughs> I just heard that on a podcast. <laughs> I was gonna. That's such a random. <laughs> I know. Drop. Such a thing. mixed what, messages. Elon Musk. No. Elon Musk. <laughs> well, they were asking him about it. He's like, I'm. He, he's like, there's no evidence. And the, and the and the host was like, are you sure? He's like, I just. He's like somebody would know by now, you know. So, so I I don't believe in any. So, what are all of those things? Mm-hmm. Right, right. You know, the alien abducted me. Aunt Susie talked to me. Blah blah. And I would say what you what is happening is you are interacting with the spirit world. Mm-hmm. And the Bible would say very clearly that the spirit world is very real. And that our battle is not against flesh and blood. It's against principalities, powers, forces of this dark realm. So like the spirit world, I do believe in angels. Mm-hmm. I do believe in demons. Yep. I do believe in Satan. Yep. Right? So that spirit world is a very, very real thing. Now, in the spirit world, according to Scripture, just like building out a construct here, yep. you got like two options. You have the demonic world and you have the angelic world, right? The angelic world, if you're going to interact with the spirit world and you're interacting with a uh, an angel that worships the one true God, they're not going to tell you where Aunt Susie hid the money. <laughs> they're going to say, you need to believe on the one true God because in the scriptures what angels do they, a true angel of, of God will not receive your worship. They will only make Jesus make sense or bring true worship to the one true God. Yep. So any other information <laughs> that's not Jesus or worship of the one true God is coming from the demonic world. Yeah. Right? So you ask the demonic world, where did Aunt Susie hide the money? They will answer that question. And by the way, they probably know. Uh, demons are not omnipresent, and so they're spatial mm-hmm. uh, in many ways like human beings are. So they know what's in front of them, and, and they know the history that they know, right? Um, can they see through walls and stuff like that? I'm like, yeah, they're spirits. Like they, they would know where Aunt Susie hid the money kind of a thing. But they're, it, it is exactly what our, our listener said. Like it's a draw. If I can trust you to give me the information that I want and I can trust you to give me a feeling that I want or I can trust you to give me the assurance that I want, then I'll trust you for the deeper things in my life. I don't know of anybody that has ever gone to a psychic and came out and said, I don't know, the Spirit told me to quit coming here and worship the one true God. <laughs> no. See, and So in that world, there are charlatans, 
you know, it's the fortune cookie site. Ah, I'm looking into your future, and it says you will wake up in the next three days, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> there's charlatans, there's tricksters, mm-hmm. there's magicians, you know, the sleight of hand stuff, um, which is any magician that you see on TV, it, it, a lot of that's 99% of that's sleight of hand. Like, they're mm-hmm. good, right? And they're entertaining, and that's what that is, Right. But then there are the spiritists who interact with demonic things. I believe in demonic possession. I believe in what I would call demonic oppression or torment. You would see all of that in the scripture. The Bible also says that Satan masquerades as an angel of light. So we forget sometimes, like, the devil is not this red-suited horned pitchfork fella lucifer is the most beautiful creature god ever created the bible says and his pride caused him to rebel against god and he and a third of the angels were cast out of heaven so demons are not the exorcist all the time they can masquerade they can pretend they can deceive but they're doing that to draw you away from what we would call the gospel and to draw you away from a greater trust in Christ. Yeah. Jeff, that's so helpful because um, I like how you open this up too with there's just a lot of language that has become so normal in our culture that more and more folks are becoming less on guard, so to speak, with the demonic world. You know, so whether they're saying things like paranormal psychology or some type of clairvoyant phenomenon, like even those words kind of like sugarcoat what's actually happening yep. because it sounds like something we discovered as opposed to an evil living entity that's trying to deceive us away from Christ. Yeah, and we've and we've turned it into entertainment, so mm-hmm. Long Island Medium, Ghost Hunters, all that kind of stuff. Like we we're so used to that that we think it's funny or interesting as opposed to offensive to mm-hmm. to God. And we'll play like Halloween is just a perfect example like I don't think there's a thing in the world wrong with your kid dressing up like Iron Man and going and getting candy. I'm like, my kids trick or treat. We we make it a point to stay home on trick or treat night so we can hang out with the neighborhood. You sure. know, so I, I'm not really talking about those kind of things. I'm talking about the darkness stuff that has spirituality very much mixed into it. Mm-hmm. And I would look and say that stuff is real. Mm-hmm. And we've made it entertainment, but entertainment usually mimics something, mm-hmm. you know. And so uh, demon possession, I can tell you, is a very real thing. The Bible absolutely allows for it. Dealing with a demon has nothing to do with a priest and holy water and all those kind of things. It has to do with the power in the name of Christ. Um, but it, that's the category mm-hmm that I would put these things in. Yeah, that's really good. And I think that, you know, you, you touched briefly on entertainment there, and that's that would be one of the things that Satan is trying to do is masquerade this stuff under something yeah. that doesn't seem dangerous, maybe even seems enticing. And we won't get into all these topics right now, but that could be things with sexuality, that could be things yep. with lust, money, um, selfishness, you name it, these things can become very normalized in entertainment. And so, well, it's not a big deal. Look, it makes me laugh. Look, it makes me happy. And Satan's like, gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Or, <clears throat> or leading it. You know, if you, if you think about, 
you think about these things as pathways, mm-hmm. you know, and, and you think about um, a, a scary movie, not, not a suspenseful movie, but a creepy one, you know, that one that's, uh, I don't know why, the one that comes to my mind is one called The Nun. <laughs> I just have that bit. I've never even watched it. I just saw the previews for it. But um, ask yourself the conclusion, if, if watching The Nun uh, is a is step one, ask yourself a logical question. If that's a path, where does that path go? Mm. If I go deeper into those woods, what am I going to? Mm -hmm. And when when I'm watching something or being entertained by something that is, uh, uh, has a cultic imagery and all the rest, like, and, and when I, when, when I watch a, you know, uh, the chosen, mm-hmm. where does that path go? Yeah, right. <laughs> and I go into those ones. And you have to think that way because yep. uh, Satan is a liar. He's a schemer. Yep. And it doesn't mean I don't. I love movies. I, it doesn't mean that all that stuff is, is you know demonic. But it's the same thing. Y- you think about a psychic. Well, go down that path. Where does it go? Yep. Right. The uh, the thing that I'm if if you're watching this, I've been smiling a little bit as he said that. Because the stereotype of a horror movie is like a misguided teenager taking the obvious step into the woods. Like, why are you going down that pathway? <laughs> exactly. And I think that especially those of us that are Christ followers or that God is getting our attention, and then we would still run to something like this. It's almost like the viewer, God, is like, no, 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 no. Don't go down that pathway. Yeah. Let me take you to the place of safety and life as opposed to the barn that's outfitted with every sharp thing you can ever imagine. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's the Geico commercial that you know, they're yep. mocking it. And and it's not it's not that I had a guy one time, he's like, anything is fearful is of the devil. I'm like, uh or it's fun. I mean, like top throw dragster makes your heart pump. You know, mm-hmm. I don't think that's a sin. It, it's inner it's it's kind of harmless entertainment is the way that I put it. Um I I, I look at movies that are suspenseful but not spiritual like one of my favorite movies is inception oh yeah and you're like what's gonna happen next right i I love that movie i'm talking about the dark spiritual stuff it's different and i i don't think reading your fortune cookie after you have chinese food is uh that i don't think you're interacting with a median i I think somebody printed that up Mm -hmm. and it means absolutely nothing you know kind of thing (laughs) right um but I think going and seeing psychics and having your future read and, and those kind of things is, is a dangerous step one. And it's interesting that our reader or our uh, listener here uh, said that, yeah. like it as because there it sounds like to me like they're a Christ follower, mm-hmm. and they're saying like it started to really set off alarm bells. I'm like, right, that's the Holy Spirit yep. saying like, hey. This is not a path that you want to be on. Yeah. And and I think that's what you have to listen to, mm-hmm. you know. Um, if your kid wants to uh, dress up like the boogeyman for Halloween, I'm like, whatever. If they come home and they're like, I want to be uh, Beelzebub, mm-hmm. I'm like, why are we picking that? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like a, it's, a, it's a whole different conversation. If your kid wants to go to a haunted house and because it's fun, I'm like, I don't, whatever. You know, I, I, I'm not going to draw, I'm not going to like die on that hill. 
but if my kid is listening to music that is that is angry and dark and spiritual i'm like what what is happening in your heart mm-hmm. that you would be drawn to that and i think that's what i'm saying like that used to be the things that we would think of today as mainstream were the creepy things mm-hmm. you know you and i are about the same age like poltergeist exorcist those were kind of tame sure now, I, I'm not saying watch them, no. but I'm like, that's kind of tame now, mm-hmm. and it's step one. So this idea, like, I have a guardian angel that speaks to me. Um, I have a friend who is a uh, my spirit guide. Um, I had a vision. That's not super weird to hear somebody talk about it anymore. Right. And I would say I would be very, very careful a spiritual interaction that does not specifically point you true to the God of the Bible or Christ himself really is, is what you'd be looking for is a false spiritual interaction. Yeah. Um, and I think, I think the Holy Spirit can speak to people. I don't rule all that out, but I don't think the Holy Spirit tells you where Aunt Susie's money is or how to be a better you. I think the Holy Spirit usually sounds like the Bible, and so the Holy Spirit reminds us of who Christ is, reminds us to love someone in a certain way, etc. Yeah. And discerning those voices is a big deal. That's awesome. Well, um, the, the, the passage in John 10 to know the shepherd's voice continues to come to my mind, to dive into you know, that, that community of people that are gonna point you to Christ. Because the more and more you're wrestling with topics like this or anything surrounding this idea, you're going to continue need to continue to hear what God has to say, what his standards are, what a relationship with him looks like. So if we can help you in any way as a church, we'd love to do that and point you toward resources or point you down pathways that uh, honor Jesus and point us toward the life that he brings. Thank you very much for submitting this question. If you would like to submit questions, you can do so at bath.gracechurches.org slash mixed messages. And of course, at any time, if we can help you take a unique step in your faith journey with Jesus, we'd love to help you do that. Be sure to subscribe or follow or send us any messages that are helpful or with questions. And you can always join us on any given weekend, whether in person, if you're here in the Akron area, or you can also join us online. Well, thanks for jumping in with us today as we continue to seek God's voice through all the mixed messages around us. We'll see you next time.